Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Awakenings. Great to be with all of you here. Oh, hi in the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room, also known as Chat Room. Welcome. Um, oh, what a day. Oh, what a morning. It's been um, pretty pretty insightful, and I'm very revved up and tuned in for everyone. I do see callers in the queue. That's great. If you have a question or comment or you want a reading, please press 1 on your keypad. And the number to actually get in the, on the switchboard is 347 Five three nine five one two two. That's three four seven five three nine five one two two. And press one on your keypad. And uh, hey, everyone listening in the archives, hello. Uh, God, I want to give a shout out to the people that have been um, subscribing to my YouTube channel. So much appreciated and great to connect with everyone. I mean, my God, now people are listening to Awakenings and also going to the, my YouTube channel. Uh, like being 21, or you can just Google my name, Michelle Mache, and uh, you'll find it. <clears throat> Although I may be changing the name, you'll still be able to find it with Michelle Mache because we're in a little bit of a redesign, redesign boot. Um, so a couple little reminders for everyone that I know might get boring. I think I have to close my back door. I love doing the show with the sun coming brightly in the door. It's coming brightly in my window, but I want it even brighter. Um, okay, everyone. So as always, um, happy Wednesday to you, Crystal Bowles, Gretna. Hey, Tammy. Welcome in the chat. Tamara's in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, please, 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 all things awakening. That's guest suggestions, topic suggestions, dream interpretations that you want to know. Um, you know, just keep them short dreams. Otherwise, it's best to call in. And if you have really personal questions, it is better to call in as well. But um, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Even if you want to do personal work with me, um, go ahead and it'll get uh, forwarded um, to Josie to schedule. Or you can always go to soulplayground.life. I have two basic readings and then if people want to do soul path programs or soul retrieval or whatever we can talk about it there's a lot as you guys know i got a lot of tools in my little spiritual soul path toolkit my little tool bag my bag of tools for over the years so trainings initiation certification degrees lots of experience so um, we can totally get you hooked up for the new year and plugged into your source energies, swimming in the subtle energy. So if that interests you, um, and again, the blog is soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com as well. Totally I'm into answering comments, 
like on Facebook, on the Awakenings group page, which we've got a great community, great beings. Um, I love the posts and a lot of, lot of dialogues going on there, a lot of consciousness expansion and a lot of, lot of love and support. However, the DMs I really don't do and because um, it's just too much. So if you're trying to DM me or you're emailing long questions, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, call in here. Awake, Facebook me, Facebook page, my profile page. Um, it's hard to see it on the Awakenings with Michelle Mache page, but you can put it there. I'll get it at some point. But for sure, the Awakenings community page or group page, just called Awakenings, totally answering questions in there and chatting, and I love it, and on Facebook, and also the YouTube. I love answering the comments. I, I don't mind at all. Um, so, yeah, so you got to kind of keep it in that way, and if you want to do dive deeper and get more personal, then I suggest that you do a personal reading or session or healing, whatever we end up doing, whatever you want to do. I'm totally open to it. I'm totally here of service. Um, so that is either awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or info at soulplayground.com. Or a lot of people just go and they just do their exchange and then they email and, you know, we're good about getting back to people. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to get it. I've been talking to my crew my lovely crew that keeps me in alignment. And the reason I do it this way, you guys, is because I do a lot of, you know, not only have my own life and my own, my own path, my own healing and issues and all that to, to work on, um, you know, family and friends, et cetera, et cetera. But I am doing a lot of meditation. I do article writing, blog writing. I'm working on a book. I do, you know, I do the teleworkshops. So in order for me to do these teleworkshop programs, I have to go within. I have to look at what, I, what I've learned, you know, kind of in the earth school and whether through experience and training, what I've been trained to do. Um, but then with my guides, that's how I came up with high vibes. That's how I came up with liberate your life, releasing that core wound, that one wound. Release, finito, release the wound, release the, be- the behavior, that's the condition response. So I spend more time at at that. And then I love doing this show. I love doing this program. I love this forum, this platform, however you want to look at it, because then we can chat. We can talk and we can chat. So I'm really, this morning I was like looking at a couple of questions, and then I'm I'm going to keep it short, I promise, because we do have a lot of people in the queue. (laughs) And I know, you know what, thank you, because a lot of you do email me and you do say, Please talk more. We love your talks. We love your chats. But I do have to balance it out, I know, because people also want to chat and get readings and et cetera. So um, great guest coming up, second half of the program, by the way, Sarah Marshank. So you want to hang on, hold on for that as well, because our guests are really usually pretty dialed in as well. So uh, anyway, I've had some people, and I I swear I'm going to do this post of me crying. I took this picture. I was like really in it. And um, it's actually not a bad picture. (laughs) But because I get so many people saying, you know, oh, Michelle never had any problems. What does she know? And the thing is, you guys, and some of it has to do, I know, with how I came in. You know, my, my teachers and friends have told me this, you know, like, Michelle, you're a little different. You came in differently. Um, You know, I've had, I've, going to go in the book but some of you have heard you know some of my little stories like one time I was almost killed you know and this and that and I was still 
actually it was right around when I had a TV show and I was hosting and I was, you know, close friends could tell something had happened, but I was on air. I was chatty. I was, I was happy. I you know, um, that little minor mishap. And the only thing I can tell you is some of it, yes, some people say old soul, you know, soul growth, soul development. I guess you could look at it astrologically. But I did realize a long time ago that I'm not what happens to me. Yes, it affects me, and it's caused challenges as to all of us. But I don't wear it, and I don't wallow in it a long time. And I always find – and I feel like it's a, indirectly, and it's probably my, where I'm at on a soul level, but it's a kind of mindfulness that wherever I am, I'm, I'm feeling that. So if I'm with friends or family or I'm – I could be in a, you know, depressed, horrible mood. I've had Saturn, you know, doing some, and Pluto doing some interesting aspects. And that Jupiter and Scorpio, just like for everybody, brought up all your stuff, deep wounding to look at. But then when I see Yoshi's little face or I'm walking outside and maybe it's really gray and moody, but I happen to like gray, moody, rainy days because it reminds me of good poetry writing. I get in, I, I shift, or I look at the sun, you know, or I'm out, like today I was out, and it was just such a gorgeous day here in SoCal, beautiful by the beach. And it was, it's kind of warm. I had a longer shirt on, I was feeling the sun, and I was just felt so good. I think a lot of our stuff, and I even do it too, is we like to, we hold on, we, we marinate. Sometimes we need to marinate. I always say three minutes, three hours, three days. You know, sometimes it's three years. You know, you have a loss. You have to give yourself that time to process and go through it and be where you are. However, also be where you are in your surroundings. or put, Because there is always, no matter what's going on with you, if you're living in a place of connectedness, there is a place of peace and calm inside. There is a place of joy. And by the way, I have talked to people I've had clients and friends that family members have been in um, imprisoned or in concentration camps, you know, back in the day. And the, what they would say was, and I think Nelson Mandela talked about this if I heard, they didn't let it get inside the mind. They did not let it get inside the mind. And sometimes we do, but we can catch ourselves. So this is not about, oh, I'm going to toughen up, believe me, because I'm not one of those. I don't, I don't even – I. <laughs> You know, I don't like the tough, like a Dr. Phil. That's not my style. Even with when, you know, when I had trainers or, you know, personal trainers or training when I was competing or dance instructors, I didn't like the ones that were putting you down and bullying you. That's not my style. So I'm not a toughen up. But I am check in with the body and be in the moment and, and process and go through what you're going through. Use your tools. I have a lot of tools on my um, – well, on my YouTube channel, there's great meditations, there's great talks, there's some early day channelings with the guides, um, and then on the soulplayground.life, there's some good tools there as well. And as well as other people in YouTube, you know, I was thinking about this this morning too, you know, when I was, had my awakening, well, I had, num- you know, we all have numbers of them, but the one when I was astral projecting a lot, 13, 14 years old, and I had to go to the library. And how did I even know? I guess I described. We didn't have computer. I don't know. But I found a book on astral projection. I think I asked somebody, and they said, oh, you're astral projecting. And I'm like, what? What's that? And 
<laughs> so I got a book. But what I always noticed is I also always found someone to help me on my path, no matter what, what I needed or what part I was at. And sometimes there were people that I didn't know, you know, quote, unquote, strangers. So we all find our way. You know, we all find our way. And one of the things that we're meant to do is to be there for each other, not in taking, you know, it away, the process away from each other or pushing people through it or hurrying people through it, but lending our insights and our wisdom and handing the tools, passing the tools on and letting the, giving the person the same sacred honoring that you give yourself that they can get through whatever they're getting through that they need to get through. But we're definitely here to help each other. I mean, that's a big part of why we're here. You know what I mean? No matter what, how you look at it, you know, otherwise there'd only be one. Right, but metaphysically, out of the one is the many, and from the many is the one. So we are all these reflections, not not completely, you know. I mean, because there is perception in in the world, and you know, it's not just projection. But we do. If you're intersecting or connecting with someone, that's a sacred union, you know. It, it, there's a sacredness in that connecting, and be with it where you can, you know, in, in whatever way that you can. So that's my little suggestion. That's my, you know, from some of the emails I got and a couple of my clients, like, oh, one was surprised. I was going through. So I said, no, these are, this has been a testing year to prepare for the blossoming. You know, we've, it's, many of us are getting new wings or bigger wings. And, you know, when you get bigger wings, you know, it's a little uncomfortable or unfamiliar and some of some people are just getting wings or getting their wings they're realizing that they can you know fly you know and some people are realizing hey it doesn't matter how i get there crawl run walk skip hop i'm getting there so one thing i want to share is don't be so attached to how you're going through what you're going through or getting through what you're getting through because there can be a big attachment to how something is done, meaning that you're of a higher level consciousness. No, it just means you're a different reflection. Now, you know, you might look at somebody else and say, well, God, why doesn't they, that bother them? Or that doesn't, you know, that doesn't seem to bother them. Or they got this quickly or they manifested this more quickly. That's why one of the, uh, you know, what is it, aversions is that comparison, you know, judgment, comparison, um, you know, they all cause, you know, suffering um, and being stuck, you know, in, in fear, you know. So there's a lot of testing right now, and it's moving. I know my big thing right now is faith, patience, timing, and faith, Saturn stuff, and I hate it. I, it's been horrible because I have a deep level of faith, and I've used my faith before, but I liked my faith to a certain level, to a certain time period. It's gone beyond that, okay? So like one of my friends said, you have to now live your faith. So it's easy to have faith when things turn around quickly or manifest quickly in the time period that you want. There's just a little bit of disappointment or discomfort, just a little bit, not much, you know, just a little bit. But then when that's really stretched. So again, try to look at what you're going through as this passage, as, as this initiation. I did do um, a really, really helpful, deep, soul insightful, reading on YouTube. The last two that I did, I did one for the elements, 
that's great to listen to. And some of you may listen, you know, wherever your sun, moon, and rising um, are. And, and I would also say look at if you know your chart where, where your Mars is, because that's going to tell you how you have action in the world. Tamara saying, I'm wearing my patient's pants too. <laughs> ah, they're too tight. They're too tight or too loose, whatever. The patient pants. Oh, my God, I know. Um, but but I would listen to that, and then what do you need to let go of to bring in the new? And I'm this week, or Nick, I'm going to be um, talking about what, what people are drawing in. I'm going to do a pick a card for what people are drawing in. And then, of course, for the new year, I'll be doing the elements. Um, maybe next year I'll be able to do each sign individually, but I do feel with the elements, I'm addressing each sign. I even name each sign. And um, that's what I can do right now, time-wise. But use the tools. Use what's out there and ask yourself, what is this flow that I'm having to align to? Because really our individual flow, our personal flow, needs to be aligned to the universal flow, needs to be aligned to what's happening not only collect to some degree, the God flow, okay, the all that is flow. And when it is, then we, then we think, okay, I did this, things are great, you know, I'm making things happen. But it's also just that it's in alignment. So you have to find out, this is what the whole thing about readings, this is one thing that I look at with timing, whether it's through numerology or just working with the guides. If you get my soul path astrology reading, I do do it astrologically as well. But there is, a, there is a timing underneath everything, even underneath the collective. The collective may be going in one direction, but there may be a timing or a revealing that's, that's showing something else. And it's really like the Taoist principle. I feel like if you look, you know, we have the book that I love. We had her, Carol K. Anthony on our program years ago, I think in 2009, worth a listen. But she channeled a guide to the I Ching. I've studied the I Ching since... 80s, okay, mid, late, mid to late 80s, I think was my first, and I've, I think I've read four or five translations on it. Hers I like the best, especially for the Western mind, because it really, it really helps you um, not only understand yourself, your own self-mastery, your own, you know, interconnection, but the inner, what's happening with the energies around you, whether it's another person, a situation, or a situation comprising other people, it helps you learn to feel the Tao, which means the easy or the, the way, right? The way. The I Ching is, the, is the, the, the easy way or the way. So the path of least resistance doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I just go with what everybody wants. I just go with the – no, the, you know, the, but there is a way to do it. There is an energy, the subtle energy. There is a predominant energy that is always going towards that, which is life enhancing. It's always going – even if there's some destruction, you can feel that there's new growth. You can feel that. And that's what we're all being not only challenged, but guided to respond and live more from that instead of pre, you know, prepackaged, prefab conditions. All right, everyone, let us get to the phone lines. And we've got our first caller. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Amla. How are you? Hi. Who is this? Amla? Thank you. Thank you. I have a question. Um, I've been, uh, I basically laid everything out on the table with this gentleman that I'm interested in. 
Um, this just happened last night. Um, it was kind of like building up, building up, building up. And I just did it basically. I just said, are you in, are you out? So to speak of, um, in this relationship. So I was just wondering, um, do you feel or sense this coming about or even just taking time and then getting back to me after the new year? What do you feel? I feel you pulled a <laughs> ultimatums are never really good to do just by the way, just saying as a girl, as a woman, as a therapist, um, why did you say, are you in or are you out? What, what were you well, experiencing I, that you were? Those are, those are just kind of my words. It's been, it's going to be seven months. So it's not like, okay. <laughs> this has been a long well, what time. Were you wanting? What were you, what were you wanting that you weren't getting? Um, basically a committed or he, we got, we were like, we really connect on an intellectual level. So basically in November, we got really close that way, just even philosophical, psychological, everything. And then this month is completely different. So basically I just said, like, I can't do this cat and mouse thing. That's what I, those were my words. Okay. I can't do the cat and mouse thing. So what, after, okay, but see, seven months really isn't that, okay. See, these kind of questions are really like, to me, therapy questions, because I can even feel it. There's a lot going on. I feel like there's, on your end, I feel like there's control, and I feel like he's cringing or backing off, and the way that he started trying to have control, which happens in all relationships, even healthy relationships, it's just, yes, he starts pulling, he starts pulling back. So you're kind of in a way asking, and we've all been there, you did this thing, and now the guy's backing off. Because now you put him in a position where if he caves, he loses his autonomy. If now he commits to you and says, okay, you're right, I love you, we need to be together, he's mush. So he's right. now in a weird, you know, dynamic. So I right. feel all relationships have their own timing. And as a thing relationship counselor, therapist, yes, transpersonal psychologist. I always tell my my clients like you got to watch you're in this thing, each of you have your own timing. And really the only thing people a therapist can help you out is to manage manage conflict and and communication issues. We really right. couples counseling is it right is not for people with inner child stuff. So I feel with you I feel you might talk to him again, but that somehow it's not going to be the same. Because now the ultimatum, see, you gave, you put this thing in the sand, you know, with seven, which isn't very much, by the way, seven months. I have a friend that's been married 30 years, and her boy, they were, he was slow, so slow. And then she kind of at the three-year point kind of liked somebody else or wasn't sure. He made right. her wait seven years till they got married. <laughs> it took them three years to live together. Seven, you know, so I don't know. I, I, I've seen it, ha you know, the relationships happen so way. All I do know about relationships is when we try to push our will or what, the, what we think should be happening, yeah. it's not happening for a reason. So what I would say for you, go to my website, get my projection perception. You can just copy and paste it. Yeah. Do that. Do the five-step emotional clearing. You need to enter work, girl. You need to do your own stuff to see what's really going on. What's behind what you want him to do or not you know, do but, you and know, clear I, that you know, up? I, I totally agree, Michelle. I'm always, I'm so open to, you know, bettering myself, improving myself. 
But, the, you know, this what this showed me is that I can't hold back anymore. This has been way too long for me for him to be just constantly, we get close, and it just, he just completely runs away. That's not acceptable. That's called boundaries on no, my but, end. But, what's, but see what's happening, though? You, but I'm not telling you to better yourself. I'm tell, I'm just, no, this has okay. nothing to do with, no, let me finish, okay. please. This has nothing to do with you bettering yourself. You're coming from a wound. I know you don't see it now, but I've been there, okay. and I've also counseled people there. Sure. The, you don't have to do the back and forth. See, the problem, you're doing the dance. That shows there's wounding. If you are anchored in your space and allow the other person to do whatever they need to do and figure it out, see, you're reacting to it means something that he's pulling away, except that it's his yeah. own stuff. That's it has true. nothing to do with you. Very true. So I would say I do. just do just do the projection perception, download you know or get the five step emotional clearing. Just do some inner work and then let's chat. Then tell me because I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. It's just no. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm just and it's not about getting better. You're amazing, but your wounding is up and you you did you tried to handle it in a way that somehow we've all been taught to that doesn't work. So. Um, even if the guy caves in or the girl, whatever, same-sex couple, it doesn't matter. Even if they cave into the ultimatum, it comes out biting in the ass. All I can tell you, I've had clients that have had the similar thing, and the ultimatum came, and years later, the resentment, you know, or we're going to have kids at this time. You promised me kids. Let's have kids. And it just, there's a weird thing in our humanness with this thing called autonomy. You know, we've got to find a way to have our autonomy. Yeah. Right, with yeah. what, where the other yeah. person is at and their timing. But anyway, I'm like, I love you. You're amazing. Just you know, no, no. I agree. came I, up. Dive okay. into that lovely wound. Dive into that okay. little inner child. Okay. Yes. Talk to you later. Lots of love. Okay. I've been there. Okay. Hello. You're on awakening. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. This is Natalie. Natalie. Hello. I have a question. Oh, you got to turn. I hear, I hear something in the background. I don't know. If, I think it's me in the background. You got to turn your. I don't know what they call it now, but radio down. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Yeah. Okay, so um, 2018 has been horrible, and um, I'm just trying to get to see what's 2019 going to be for me. Okay, <laughs> you and everyone else. <laughs> no, with every which way possible. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. So, yeah, you've been getting the, let's see, what's coming, 2019. Well, first of all, for everyone, there is going to be a bit of a reprieve, I would say, end of uh, end of January. Uh, probably a lot of things, well, a lot of activity, you know, that, that eclipse that's happening around the 21st is going to Bring a lot into back into play. For some, it may be confusion. Um, you, I feel like there's a new, hmm, not only a new level of relating because of a new level of awareness, but you're changing some goals is what I'm hearing. And, and Spirit is saying you need to believe in yourself or that you can accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. Um, let's look at... Because I can't really do, in all fairness, the whole reading. You know, I can't do the whole year. That okay. You would have to do that personally. Um, right. But what about family? Well, you're still dealing that, with some been... fam. 
Yeah, you're still it's still still so some restriction. Do you have other people? It feels like money and and living situation. Um, oh yes. Yeah, so that's that's boy, that's still happening. Let's see. Oh, I don't know. Into spring, into summer. You got to change your goals. You got to. Ch- I don't know if it's different work. And I don't know if you're taking care of people that aren't contributing. I feel like there's a big weight on you, and you're frustrated. That's, you just want to get over it. That's, and yes. you need to and boot them the out. You need the boundaries, baby. You need the boundaries. you got to think like but, a Leo. I, I don't know. The restriction, until you handle that dynamic and put those boundaries in, I don't see big change. So it has to be made. The decision okay. has to be made. Absolutely, yes, yes. Oh man, okay. Does that what? What's tell me? Well, it's it's, it's because um I I have my sister three kids, and I don't know Ooh. if them going back to her is the best part. Oh, that's Roberta. Okay, because it shows. Yeah, living with you now. Where is she at? In Vegas. But it's not suitable or something? Okay. Is there, okay, because, oh, boy. You need help, though. Right. You need help. You need, to, you need financial help. You need help. So you're going to have to figure out. I feel, yeah, you don't want to bring him back to her. Is she up in emotional and then I feel drugs or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Mm. Can you get help from either family members or assistants? Um, you need help. You can't do this all on you. It's a lot on you. Right. Um, now, family, has she tried no. to come? Okay. Has she, she has tried to come, to come back to you? Nor call. Okay. Okay. Because it does show some kind of communication in a month or two. Okay. Um. Unless you change the goals, if that's going to be your goal or your priority, you, you do need to get some extra work in. You need to get some extra money coming in. Because um, that, I do see, is going to be burdensome until you do. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot for you to have to handle. Right. You know, you can, you can do it. I don't see you wanting to bring them back to her. That seems to be the right. closed door, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So one of them I see acting out a bit. Uh, some anger there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't understand. Well, they do and they don't. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, the decision has to be made. That is it. The de- a decision has to be made. You, I, I just don't see you continuing as you are. But I do feel the clarity, maybe February, but I would say more spring, summer, March. Mar- maybe March, April. Yeah, it's going to take a while. This is a big decision. All right, okay. sweetie, I'm going to send you prayers and the healing light. You're doing well. Make sure you take care of yourself. Get some nurturing for yourself. Get a little bit of, you know, renewal where you can, okay? All right. Thank you. All right, Natalie. Much peace. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. 
Hello? Hello, you're on air, yes. Hi, this is Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Welcome. Thank you. So, yeah, well, I'm hearing that you're saying we are preparing for what is to come. So my dilemma or my turmoil is at work there's been quite a bit of change and there's talk about possibly different position, things like that. Some months ago Mm -hmm. I am told, yes, we realize that you have way too much on your plate and we're going to see what what we can do, how we can reshuffle stuff. Weeks later Mm -hmm. is... um, we have all this other stuff that needs to that needs to happen. So at the same time, I'm looking even for um, possibly in the future. I, I mean, I'm at this point. I'm thinking about even early retirement, even getting into something right. with less hours. And it's kind of like I'm trying to see if what you see for um, you know in regards to this scenario that I'm in. Well, first of all, I see you balancing it and handling it best you can. But for many people, because we are getting pushed, nudged, uh, however, you know, it's happening energetically to more soul alignment, which means expressing and experiencing more from the soul. So these are the, this, this year and, and next year, and it's going to continue. But the first wave, the prep has been this year. And and you're seeing where you're at and what you got into. Next year is a year about, the, I feel, the big changes, the new direction. So you're being asked to say, how do you really want to live? And, you know, so I do feel, I, I kind of feel like you maybe April um, on into time of um, Leo, so that j- July, you're going to be looking at options. And that's why this is happening. So you look at options of, let, let me set up my life, you know, next chapter or chapters. How do I want to live? So I don't feel you necessarily – I feel for the now you're going to stay there, but I feel you're more in the research mode, Maggie, where you're looking at different options. I do feel that if you do do a retirement, you are going to have some other uh, job or career, some other interest. And that's where I would say psychically I see you more going to right now. But the, it's not just yet. The timing isn't just yet because you haven't put the other together. But you're in the okay. research mode, so you're handling it well. You're preparing for the change. So, again, it doesn't mean January 1st, boom, there's the change. It's, but but right. you've got the heads up. You've gotten the heads up within your body, okay. mind, how you feel, and with That's kind of like what I that, felt, you know. It's kind of like I've been wanting to, right. you know, work less and get more into my spirituality and even um, – uh, developing and things like that, and, and helping with uh, meditation and stuff like that. But it's yeah, you know, keep dude, pushing here more and more and more. Yeah, yeah, you will, you will. It's just prepare for it now. Start putting it in place in order so that you can bridge. You know, either less hours or eventually. You know, I feel you're going to be leaving that company. Um, yeah, a company early. So, yeah, you're doing it. It's just you're in the, the time. It's just taking Earth time. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're All so right, welcome. Bye-bye. Much peace. Ooh, hello, and welcome to Awakenings. Hello. Hello. You're on Cynthia. air. Hi. Hi, Cynthia. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. So, um, I'm in this transitional job it's part-time 
and I'm really looking for mm-hmm. a full-time job, but I'm wondering if I should change this part-time job because it's retail and my knees have been killing me and there's a lot of stress there and I'm getting too worn out mm-hmm. from the part-time job to look for a full-time job. Right. So what's your question? So do I continue with a, this part-time job or should I look for a different one while I'm we're looking for my full-time job? Okay, let's see. Mm. Well, it feels like there's an in-between job. So however that happens, I feel even if you get something full-time, there's something that somebody is going to talk to you about. Um, hmm. Unless it's just a part-time and then you end up doing something online. I feel you selling something online. And I'm not usually a big person about online stuff, but you're really going to do well with it. I don't know what. Somebody is going to talk to you. Are you in sales now? Yeah, it's a retail store. I'm selling clothes. Oh, retail. Yeah, so you're good at that. Now, there's something with people specifically helping women that somebody is going to turn you on to, and I do see you doing really, really well. So you're going to have some kind of regular nine-to-fiver kind of thing, and then you're going to have this on the side. Um, I don't know if it's vitamins, supplements, but you're, for one thing is I feel you're going to be using the product and really love it. And then, I know this sounds weird. It almost sounds like, I don't know if it's in people's homes, it's online, but I see other people doing it and there's some gifts or incentives with it. So you're, you're in the middle of your process. You're in the middle of the change. But, but I feel like this person that I'm, I'm seeing around you, which is either a friend or a colleague, I don't know if they're around you right now, is really going to open a door for you. Um, and it's easy. It's something you like doing. Because I can hear you telling someone, oh, and I like talking on the phone with them. Or I like talking on the phone. Um, I've met some really interesting people, you know. Whatever huh. it is, and there seems to be – do you know what it is already? No, I have no idea because this is so far off base. Okay. I don't like selling stuff to people and in homes and the rest of it. Like, I despise it. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel and it's on the phone. It's on the phone. And you're going to – I feel like it's like it's, – you haven't met the person yet. I feel it's at, probably at one of the new jobs. But they become friendly. It's like a, a colleague of some sort. But I feel like you become friendly. And it's something you end up using. Listen, Cynthia, there's so many changes. That's why I'm psychic. <laughs> I see things for yeah, people yeah, that no, say they would never do and they end up doing. Yeah. But you're yeah. going to be changing so much because you're going to, there's going to be this part of you probably around April, May, that you're like, I can't do this. I want to live differently. I want to do something. You're going to want to have more control of your life, your finances. And this is going to open the door. And I see you doing really well with it. I see you loving it. I see you meeting really cool people. Um, it's going to open the door for you to be able to travel a bit. So, yeah, you've got a whole – you've got a major life, lifestyle career shift coming up. But just keep okay. doing what you're doing because your level of right. consciousness has to expand to open that, to rise to that, you know. And it will. All right, Cynthia, take care. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. 
Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. So. Hello. Yes. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. To whom am I speaking with? Brendan. Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Welcome. Hey. Um, I have a question, question um, for January okay. regarding work. I'm expecting a okay. promotion. Do you see that coming through? Coming through. As far as work, how are you going to feel? Well, first of all, I hear a lot of work. So if there's a promotion, there's more work as well. It shows a, a lot more focus, getting clarity, getting a handle on what it is you're doing. How is okay. he going to feel about his job in January? Um, is it going to be end of January, January, February, and is, and is there a meeting attached to it, or did you have a meeting? I don't know what they call them, with the meetings. Well, there, there, there should be. I mean, I, when I last when I talked to my manager, it was around okay. we were waiting for some things to clear up. So okay. he was saying around in January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I think there's going to be some kind of meeting or something. Or I don't. Yeah. Talks around it, and then I I would say yes, as it's looking okay. like now. And this is a significant increase. Um. I mean, you're going to want more, but it's a little. It's a bump. <laughs> it's a little bump. It's a nod. It's a bump. What can I tell you? But the thing is, somehow it, oh, I don't know, it puts you in a different level somehow, or you're, you're more, I keep seeing these meetings. So somehow you're more in the inner loop, you know? Okay. But they're the, you're not just getting the money, just, there's some other, there's work attached to it is what I'm hearing. There's extra work. Does that make sense? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Is it? Have they offered you a different position? Are you looking at a different position as well? No, I'm not. It's, it would just be an upgrade in grade level, um, oh, and okay, which would give me more opportunity to quote unquote move around within the company if need be. Oh, the problem is I'm looking for I the do. increase to be able to help pay for grad school. So that's why I'm like, okay, promotion. Oh, you know, but that's probably. Okay, but that's probably what I'm seeing is the increase. But but I do see, but the, you're telling me about the moving around. That fits in with what I'm seeing psychically. Because I feel like there's another position. There's something else that you're going to want to go for. Not right away, okay. but, but somehow this puts you in a different level. So if you're telling me grade increase, okay, so that's the different level I'm seeing. But I do feel there's going to be a different position, one with more work or more responsibility also. So the two okay. are t- the two are tied together. Yeah. All right, Brendan, oh. keep us posted. Will do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, let's see. I lo- I lost track of uh, where am I on the in the queue? <laughs> it's too left brain for me. Okay. Here we go. Hello, welcome. You're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, you're on air. Hey, hello, hello. Hey, hey, how are you? It's um, Christine. I'm doing great. Who's this? Who's this? Christine. Christine. Hey, Christine. Welcome, Christine. Yeah, we got hey. a little delay yeah, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, my question is, I am very much in a holding time period right now. 
I'm feeling like, and I really want to be doing more. Like, I feel like I should be, like, applying for more jobs or, like, doing more projects or something. But I just keep getting, like, mm-hmm. knocked back down. So I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if, like, I should really just be hanging out, doing yoga, doing more grounding things or, like, just doing inner work and not worried about being worried about other things. Yeah. And then also, like, <laughs> yeah. this will change in January because I am looking for – a new job and something very, and like not really super specific, but like I know I have like a certain goal that I'm looking for in the beginning of the year. So I'm just wondering if like it's something yeah. that I should be doing now. Here's what I would say to everybody because there's such an energy shift in January, especially towards the end of January. Whatever you were focused on May and, and June when that we had those eclipses, we had the partial eclipse, we had the full eclipse rather than we had a partial and then a full eclipse at Cancer Capricorn time. Um, yeah, you know, Cancer, you know, Sun, Capricorn, Moon. Now we've got the Capricorn, Sun, Cancer, Moon. So there's some interesting energies aligning. So I would wait. A lot is going to be revealed, not just within yourself and your own body mind system, but with the environment or the possibilities. I feel, Christine, you a lot of what you want to do is going to be more spring, summer. Maybe February you're initiating something, but I would say end of March because I feel like there's some pretty big changes that you want to do. So yes, your idea of just go, you know, go with the flow that's there now, do your yoga, do your inner work, show up at the job, do what you need to be doing while you're researching the stuff that you want to do. Right. Because I definitely feel that 2019 for you is a major bridging year from the old to the new. And that means right. career, relationship, lifestyle. You're like you're like going for you're got, you got a big vision in mind. It's very clear, but you're yeah. but there's going to be some bridging, some steps to it. Okay, the steps are totally. not all the way in place, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, that's they're not all I'm the way in place. 100%. Yeah, um, and so, but that's okay. Um, but that's okay. The step they, yeah. they will. You know, sometimes the steps move. Sometimes they wiggle around. Sometimes there's bigger yeah. steps. Sometimes littler steps. But but you've got a bit more steps to, to some of it's putting in and some of it's other people, you know, ideas or whatever, bring it in. Right. Yeah. All right, sweetie, keep okay. us posted. Good All work. right. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Great inner work. Hello and welcome. You're on air. Welcome to Awakenings. Hello. Okay. All right. So uh, if you are waiting on uh, in the queue, that's great. We've got our second half of the program for our awakening guests coming uh, on. And if you didn't get your question answered, you can always call back next Wednesday. Okay. And you might even get it answered as we talk. I'll get, we have some amazing guests with a lot of insight. Today we have Sarah Marshank with us. She's the author of My Journey from Escort to Monk to Grandmother. She's the founder of Selfistry. She teaches internationally weaving Eastern philosophy with Western psychology for health, healing, awareness, and empowerment to her clients, whether on an individual or a corporate level. Let's welcome Sarah to the program. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Michelle. Good to be Hi. here with you. Great to be here you with too. you. Hi. Hi. 
Wow, I saw your site. You have some, so much deliciousness. Um, in fact, give our let's see, our readers selfistry.com is right. Thank you, Tamara. Put it yeah. in the chat. Um, yes, a lot of deliciousness, a lot of goodies, uh, a lot of ways for people to be supported, um, which I always love that when people make their work accessible. You know that um, you know it's not just a book or talk or product, but you actually. Or, you know, working with people, you have stuff on the, the site that can be of help to people. So uh, thank you for that, doing that in the world. Yeah. Much needed. You're welcome. Kind of like you. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like. It. Exactly. I'm like, there's yeah. more, more of this kind of. Yeah. Because people really look. I mean, I know when I go through stuff, you know, I have my channels or where I go, but I also welcome, you know, new insights. And it's great to have the resources, you know, so available. Yeah, yeah. So, Sarah, I really want to dive in with you. Um, first of all, the book, well, both things are intriguing me. The self-history, I, I looked a little bit at that. Um, so I just basically want to let our viewers and listeners know about you, you know, um, your first awakening and how you awakened to do what you're doing now on the path. Hmm. Yeah, well, self-history is um, the word itself comes from a joining of the word artistry and self. And um, mm. in just, yeah, and in doing a little bit of research and getting to know you and watching your, um, specifically your YouTube video about the paradigm shifts and, and just getting a feel for your teaching and your message. Yeah, it, we're very much in resonance and we have a different kind of, yeah, a different map or a different <laughs> approach that, we, you know, the uniqueness that we each bring, which is part of the awakening from what I hear from you. So, so my work is very similar to yours in the sense that it supports people to just come in alignment with what I'm calling their deepest self or their authentic self, mm. which you might call mm-hmm. soul or higher self. You know, we'd have to, mm-hmm. you know, I call authentic self as well. The transpersonal yeah. psychology, yeah, so authentic self, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're talking about self, artistry, and you're helping them yeah. connect to this deeper self or this authentic self, which connects them to the yeah. soul. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And how to do that, and, you know, like how to work through the conditioning or the thoughts or the emotions yes. that kind of kind of block that settling and that resonance to our deeper authentic self. And, and like you talk about often, you know, we all get triggered. We all get hijacked. We're in a moment yeah. in human history where we have all these amazing tools and teachers and maps and methods. And sometimes it's just really confusing to know is this self that's yeah. talking right now, the real me, you know, it's so true. And what right? you say with the conditioning and, and my understanding is as we, you know, ascend or live more authentically, connect to our own authentic self, is that the conditioning has to fall away. But it doesn't it happen, you know, it didn't happen for me naturally, <laughs> even coming in this way. Right. plenty. <laughs> so we need, you know, I was saying at the top of the program, we need people. We need the right assistance or guides. I don't know anyone, you know, even my, you know, Buddhist teachers or masters or whatever, or Hindu, they, they all had helpers, not just unseen or spirit, spiritual form, but they all had guides, teachers, mentors, yes. systems, processes to help yes. to dismantle 
you know, help, you know, the flashlight or the light down the rabbit hole to get, to get the goodies in the rabbit hole, find where they are, the hidden treasure, and get out. So yeah. that's why when I went to your site as well, I was like, oh, my God, I really love what she's doing because you're mm-hmm. really holding that space you know, in a very awake, aware, you know, but you're helping people with the map, finding them, giving them the tools, the map, the tools. Um, And as you say, so going back to what the the, self-artistry, can you share a bit about that concept? Yeah, I think part of, and this may be a longer conversation between you and I at some point, but and and may just be semantics that my experience, so I ended up spending 10 years in retreat doing really deep work um, without being engaged in the outside world very much. Um, And it was a Mm self-created retreat. And so what I discovered through that is that there's this really deep connected place inside of me that is the authentic me. And then there's all these other selves that are, you know, like I should, you know, go to, go to law school or Mm -hmm. I should get married and have kids or, and all the confusion and the chaos around, you know, what we're calling that the conditioned self or the ego Mm -hmm. and my experience. yeah. Yeah. And my experience when I came out of retreat was that I had this really deep connection to source. Um, and and what you might call spirit or truth or authenticity. And my goal was to, you know, be my human self simultaneously. And and in the process, it's not that I feel moved to destroy my ego, but it's more like to bring it to a place of authenticity as well. So the artistry of the self is that process, and it's messy, and it's fun, and it's chaotic, and it's juicy, and it's, scary and it's exciting and it's everything that we experience as humans but with the right map and the right guidance and the right tools and techniques we can really anchor into what you're calling that soul or that higher self what I would call the witness which is a more Buddhist term right that part Mm -hmm. inside of us that is aware of it all yeah the objective observer um, that's connected to source yeah yeah and that's what I love about what you're because it's like we look at it we look at it from a meditation point of view. We've got the witness self or the detached observer or the witness. And I love that. In fact, this is such a great conversation that we're having for so many people because oh, I got goosebumps, chills. Mm. Because I feel in the new paradigm, well, we have to we have to we're going to have like a paragraph of words to reach people instead of one or two words because people get. Like I did my dissertation as God is an energy. If I say the word God, right away people are, you know, there's a man in the sky looking down at you. They're not thinking energy. But then like, and like you're saying, authentic self, the witness. So all the, you know, the thousands of people that are listening can go, oh, soul, authentic self. Oh, I get it. Highest, oh, that's my authentic me. That's the real me. Oh, it's higher because it's more aware. But, oh, God is an energy. Oh, like nature. Like prana, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I feel like we reach more people by having these conversations. We're not locking anyone out. We're leaving that potential that, hey, there's a, a word or two that describes it in a way that you can, you know, be open to it. You know, that doesn't exactly. isolate you. Beautiful. And you talk about this on that um, paradigm shift. Um, um, YouTube video that was like about a year ago. I think it was in the fall of 2017. And you talk about with whoever the the um, uh, you know the hosts are about you and Andrew Harvey and this notion of like we have to be radically honest. We have to really 
start mm, telling the truth yeah. and engaging in this conversation because we get so tripped on words. Well, you know, if you use the word yeah. uh, paradigm shift, you know, it puts you in one box. Oh, you're so woo-woo, you know. But then if you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, developmental psychology and shifting from a socialized mind to a self-authoring mind, it's like so certain groups have certain languages, and I feel like, you know, in this Aquarian age, and I am an Aquarian, um, is, you know, can oh, I be a bridge no builder? Yeah. 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 So there's this bridge building, you know, like, let's learn each other's languages and let's have a real soulful conversation and explore, like, what it does it mean to be human in these very, very intense and exciting, but also scary for a lot of people these times, especially in this country, mm-hmm. you know, but even globally, oh, yeah. gosh, Michelle, it's fascinating all, I know. like the, it is the magnified polarities right yeah right We're, I know I'm looking I'm going oh my god I'm in my own Jungian I'm just watching it all going you know it's because some friends of mine are like what do you think I go I look and I go well there's our inner child oh our two to five year old two between two and five year old wounding oh showing there oh wow you know <laughs> the bully <laughs> I'm just like it's right like, totally. it's just right it's it's yeah. like, well, yeah. it had to all come up, you know. It's, yeah. You know, what we, and can we love that? We all have a, yeah. Yeah. Can we love that part of it? Can we heal that part of ourselves? Can we not have to demonize it or make it wrong or get back, you know, become the bully against the bully and, and really yeah. just listen, listen for what that two-year-old, that five-year-old is really needing from us. And there's, yeah. a, there's a true, there's a true call inside of there. There's an authenticity inside of there as well. And I deeply trust that because of my, mm. my experience. And that's the, one of the things I know you're one of your superpowers is you really guide people to have not just the understanding of the map, which feels really important for have our cognitive understanding mm-hmm. aligned, but also to have the embodied experience of it so that yeah. we can really trust, trust it and move in the world and make mm-hmm. decisions from a place of sovereignty and authenticity and confidence, even when it's hard, which it inevitably will be. Yeah, absolutely. And something you keep saying, and I, I, I want to get more of your take and understanding on this, um, because I feel like when I, more of my awareness or enlightenment came, I really started realizing that one of the most difficult things was to be human. And that was really mm-hmm. my, 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 my joy, my pain, my lesson was mm-hmm. not to become more spirit or spiritually connected. That was a given. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, in fact, I hashtag a lot of things, human in training. And I feel like right. there's this flip that's right. I mean, we ever yeah. want to escape being human and you've mentioned it a number of times about this human and humanness and so I feel like if you could share about this because I feel like a lot of people knew on the path I know I did it everything was about spirit spiritual you know meditating you know everything you know even earlier on the disciplines were this out of the body now we're talking about get in the body embodiment and now we're talking yeah. about human and psychologically that there is this ego we have that's that's got to be included and is amazing so can right. you share either the, the what's the shift in perception and what is this idea that you're talking about or in, in regards to our humanness 
Well, first of all, it's a beautiful question because I really feel like it speaks to what we're being called to in these times, and that is Mm -hmm. uh, what I call a both and, you know. So on the one hand, my my 10 years was really about spirit and about transcending and about emptiness and about non-dual, oneness, stillness, silence, Mm -hmm. all of that. And and that to anchor in that and to have an embodied experience of that. And I honestly, Michelle, I thought, and you can read my book is actually a memoir that tells my story. Um, so I actually okay. thought I was going to die there and wanted to die there. And, and what happened was, was mm. once I really anchored into this oneness or this stillness, for me it was really a stillness and a silence that was so full. I never called it love or spirit or God or anything because I, I wanted to strip away all of those labels. Mm-hmm. But it was just this, this presence, this peace, this, this vastness mm. that was totally safe and awesome. And I wanted to stay there forever. And, and then something broke open in my humanness. Like my heart just broke open. I was like, I need to go back into the world and I need to serve and share. I love you. I once heard you make this, you know, this, we serve, our services are sharing, you know, and I just wanted to come back in the world and share. And for me, that was the beginning of my journey towards my humanness and, and healing my relationships with my family and with the world and with, you know, all the people in the world that scared me or, or I thought did me wrong and all of those parts of myself internally. So self-history is really about, it's kind of a two-pronged approach. On the one hand, I work with people to really anchor into that stillness, anchor into that, that grounding of being, and also to, to clear out and open and heal and make space for a healthy ego that's not conditioned, but that's really kind of unique. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, we, so we go on this dance, which is why I, I like that it's artistry. It kind of has mastery embedded in it, but that's a little bit yeah. too kind of, you know, masculine and directed rigid, and achievement-oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Rigid, yeah. But artistry mm-hmm. is like, okay, mm-hmm. let's play with this. Let's, let's relax a little. We're not doing anything wrong. We're, we're not, like, totally irreparably mm-hmm. messed up, you know. We can, we can be human and be divine at the same time. And, and all the saints and sages throughout history knew this. Every esoteric lineage talks about this. But we've kind of gotten mm-hmm. trapped in religion and constructs and structures that don't really serve anymore. And people like you and I are coming forward all over the place and saying, okay, let's have a new map and a new method and let's, let's have like a bunch of them. So everybody can find a guide that works for them, you know, instead of following like one, you know, Messiah. It's just that's not what we're doing anymore. And mix them up. I'm into, I'm into, let's mix them up. You know, totally. let's, yeah. you know, make it, right, make it your own, and, um, yeah. which, by the way, is very Aquarian, sure. right? It is yeah. the individualizing yeah. of things, the uniqueness, yeah. And I do yeah. feel like, you know, they talk about it metaphysically, esoterically, that that messenger, we are, not only that we're, each of us is a messenger, but the message comes from many messengers, and that we're meant to be open to these different, you know, understandings, and, and see what fits. You know, see what, totally. what's, what's authentic or real. 
totally. Which is, you know, yeah. I know you work with astrology a lot, and that's the beauty of Mercury. You know, Mercury rules Gemini. It's like diversity. It's going to, the messenger yeah. is not going to come through one voice, one God, one Savior. Yeah. It's really, and that's where the personal work comes in, that we each become that leader, that Savior, that awakened mm-hmm. person. And that doesn't mean we beget, you know, we become perfect or we become light, you know, pure light. It means we become actually really human again. And we face the challenges that we are facing as a species, as a planet, as a community, as a family, as an individual, whether it's, you know, drug addiction or the environmental challenges or the political and social justice issues or it's gender issues, all of those issues that we're confronting, that we actually move into them with an open heart and a sense of our shared humanity, you know, and our oneness within our diversity. And it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I think we're all floundering to a certain degree because, as you yeah. said, it's kind of a new new way of being. But I get so mm-hmm. excited when I find and discover, you know, people like you just show up in my life, and I'm like, see, we're out there. There's don't we're worry. You can find. You'll right? find your guide. We're all. We're out here. You know? That's right. That's right. That's how I felt when yeah. I peeked at your site. You know, and a lot of times I don't have time to go to the guest site. You know producer does everything and I don't know what it was about I think it was the self-history and then the title of your book I'm like I'm like oh I I like this person already and then when I went I went oh my god this is so amazing because you're really you know you're in the path and the process you're you can just see and feel it and then you have Mm -hmm. some really good insight and and tools and you know ways to reach people um which, by the way, you Thank know, you. if more people are awakening, yeah, that next level, um, you know, for each of us, our own next level, and then the next wave of people. And I try to share this with people a lot. You know, I know you understand this, is that actually more people are needed. And you're saying this as well, more voices, that part of our living awake is voicing what we know or putting it out there or in there or whatever, however you want to put it. But it is to, um, I love what you said, the sharing aspect. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. And being responsible with that as well, you know, to to recognize, yeah. you know, to do the own inner work and the inner discernment because yeah. there's so much that's getting kind of distorted in, in, in the new age marketplace that is that has claims yeah. for being about the kind of awakening we're talking about, which is really just you know, kind of feeding the same ego drives that we're trying to transform. So it does get tricky out there, you know. How it to does. discern and yeah. how, to, how to listen. Well, you know? yeah. And that's why I hope yeah. in this program I'm providing, you know, because um, I'll say people know if somebody comes on, you know, and I'm not really feeling they're really or doing whatever, I have to be honest. I don't call yeah. them out. But, you know, people will people will know by what I how I respond. Right. Or they'll know in the chat. But they but I've got people that come to this show. They know they'll put it. They'll email me or they'll put in the chat. Oh, that's so old paradigm. Or that was BS. Or they're not doing right. their own work. Or they got triggered. They got triggered. That's why they went off and said this or that. And I'm just like, you know what? Mm. You know, <laughs> it is what it yeah. is. But it um, is. To yeah. come into that mastery, but you do bring up a good point, and I feel like maybe we can talk about this because I do feel at the same time that there is a lot of the accessibility, there is a lot of diluted information, or people I think sometimes even too soon putting their little shingle out 
Yeah. Know, maybe in my day we waited too long. You know, we did a lot of training. Right. We did initiation. We went to school. We got a certification. Right. We got degrees. We mentored. We got mentored. You know, we. Right. But I do right. think we need to kind of go back to a little bit of that. I mean, you know, a little bit of, hey, I'm still the student here learning. I think a little. But how do people discern? Because there is a lot of information out there. People, and I agree, there's a lot of stuff. Um, you know, one of my things I really don't like, and that's my psychology training is, you know, everything's projection. If you see someone angry and you think they're angry, then you have anger. And it's like, no, I just no. happen to have perception. I observed somebody, you that's know, right. I had an observation, yeah. right? Yeah, that's so beautiful insight, you, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. so how, I mean, you know, I know because of training, but how, what do we share with people that are maybe newly on the road or they just had a turning point? And they're looking, they're searching, you know, how does one develop this discernment? Oh, gosh, it's such a huge question. Right. And, um, you know, and especially because we are, we've become, I mean, look at the marketplace and, and look at the marketing and how we're so, we're yeah. so conditioned to get something quick and easy and, mm. and, you know, if it's not expensive, then it's not valuable and, so I think people are so hungry for the kind of insight and groundedness that you and I, uh, that we, we offer, but we're also still growing into, right? So there's a certain humility and a certain mastery here. And so if I were a beginner mm. on the path in 2018 and I was really seeking some guidance, I would do my due diligence before I, you know, turned over a lot of time and a lot of money. And I think those of us who are teachers are learning that we need to just kind of, and you do this really well, like you just show up, you know, mm. you're on, you're online, mm. you're, you're making your presence known, you're saying, I'm here, I can support you, here are my offerings, and let people come come and taste you and, 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 you know, check out like just how, how you are living your life. Are you, are you walking your talk? Are you living in alignment with what you're teaching? And again, to remember that none of us are perfect, but also to, Mm -hmm. to be, you know, I would say to people, to your listeners and, and it's, it's to be, um, a discerning consumer and that means take time mm. to really get to know mm-hmm. the person you want to be guided by before you you know dive in head first because um, there is no quick I'm sorry there just is no 10 I know we would do it I tell we would have done it said, trust me we would have done it and we would have I would have mortgaged every I would have whatever yeah, I would have exactly. like okay Here's a million dollars for the pill. Let me have it. Let me have the. Yeah. Uh, but that's a yeah. good thing. If if I feel, and also if they're not, I listen for, you know, even in myself, it's like that I'm still doing it. I'm still in process. I would say there's yeah. no grand poobahs. Are they still, like I heard one somebody say one time, and I will not name names, but they said I'm I'm something to the fact I'm so advanced, I can't listen to anyone else. I can only listen to my higher self. Mm-hmm. And I right away thought, mm, sometimes I red thought flag. I was listening to my higher self. Yeah, red flag. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I go, so, there is always someone that knows more, even by the virtue of having been there before you, you know, more train, more something. And, I, and the, you know, our little lovely ego learns too. So it can also totally. point, sound like the <laughs> higher self, yeah. authentic. So yeah, it's I tricky. That the, um, 
It is tricky. It is tricky. Yeah. But um, I like what you said about the discerning and taking the time mm-hmm. and, you know, the getting to know and, you know, asking that question, you know. And also I love what you said, there's no quick fix, because I think if someone is offering something that you don't really have to do any inner work, you know, of some kind of consistent level, then yeah, yeah. even if you have a breakthrough, even if you have a breakthrough and it lasts, you ha- I feel there has to be that commitment that at some point you're going to have to, you know, redo some of it. You're going to have to re-shine, you know. Yeah. There's always, you know, even, uh, you know, Ram Dass, one of the great teachers of our, of our generation of this time, you know, he said, you can get high, but if you want to live in that place of open-heartedness and connected to your higher self, you've got to do practice to sustain that. We all mm. do, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the highest, the higher vibration of Saturn. You know, we build discipline and structure in our lives because it, 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 it feeds the artistry. You know, artists, you know, they don't just, to become mm. Monet's overnight. They learn color theory and they, they do sketching and they practice and they work every day. And, you know, so, so it's this beautiful, joyful process. That's not easy, you know, and anybody who wants it easy, what, is there anything in life that's easy? No, nothing. But mm-hmm. is there work in life that's joyful and fulfilling and sustaining and generative for the whole? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you know, one of the things, Michelle, love, wait, what? Go ahead. Yeah, okay. go ahead. I was just no, go ahead. I'll remember things, it. Go ahead. But, okay, that you brought up that it's like the catch 22 because what we're saying to people is trust your intuition about who you want to work with and who you want to grow with. But what you and I are teaching people is how to trust their intuition. So it's kind of like a catch yeah. 22. Of, um, so it can, I understand that it can be tricky. That's why I say do your diligence and check them out and, mm-hmm. you know, start slow and, and really look for signs that, oh, this is the kind of human I want to become, you know. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. I had a, a mentor and teacher years ago say, because I always wondered, like, I'm like, oh, this person's done all these workshops or they've been in therapy this long. And he said something I will never forget. It was like in, you know, bright Technicolor or HD, whatever. He said, <laughs> people, people, first of all, people seek their own level. He goes, people seek, if they want change or they want to really grow or heal, they will seek somebody that, you know, that that's what they offer he goes so Mm. he goes there's something Mm -hmm. you have to remember there's something for everyone where they're at Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the one thing I was going to ask you because I love I kind of get an idea by what you're sharing but you have a certain mindset and I feel this is really important for people on the path because you talked about joy that it's also there's the you know horrible but there's a fun in there let's get in there and play Mm -hmm. so to me it sounds like you're also sharing with people perhaps how to approach, maybe approach is the better way of this healing. You know, like we had a caller mm-hmm. earlier, I don't know if you're still on air, Amala, that I'm trying to be, always be a better person. Well, I'm like, no, that's it's not about being a better person. You're amazing. You're great. Mm-hmm. But, it, but the healing. So what is the approach or the mindset that helps people in this, in this journey, in this new way of living? Well, I guess if I had to encapsulate it, for me, it's something like, number one, to first of all recognize what you just said is you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You haven't done anything bad. You're not going to hell. Like, take a deep breath. Just relax, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and let's talk. 
And then the Mm -hmm. mindset is about, okay, now let's look at really what might be happening here. And let's pull from all these traditions and philosophers and psychologies and create a map that actually feels Mm. true and feels reflective in our lives. Right. Mm -hmm. So self-history has a map and and it's a way to orient people like what is spirit? What is God? What is soul? What is awakening? What is ego? What is psychology? What about neuroscience? Oh, and then there's, you know, meditation What's that and mindfulness and will yoga help? And, you know, maybe I just need a new job. So so to to orient Mm. people where they are to say, first of all, you're not broken. Okay, and here's where you are. And now let's talk about together. Let's discover where do you want to go and what tools you need to get you there. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's hypnotherapy. Maybe it's, it's, it's uh, transpersonal psychology. Maybe it's, you know, a retreat, an ayahuasca journey down in Brazil. Maybe it's, you know, we don't know until we can, like, stop right. and regroup and assess. And, and, and then trust the guidance, whether it's me or you or any of the other amazing guides on the planet, to be able to trust our guide to orient us. And then the best guides on the planet launch you into your sovereignty. It's not about dependence. It's about mm-hmm. collaboration, co-creation, mm. again, bringing in that Aquarian model. But we don't want to collapse mm-hmm. the truth that there are people who are farther along and can really carry us and guide us. We're not yes. all at the same level, yes. you know? No. Does that answer Now, you talk about something. Yeah, absolutely. I love Brilliantly. Thank you. Now, and you're talking about these choices or decisions in essence by what you're sharing. So how does, you know, one begin to connect into their own source or making their decisions from their core and not either from the outside of habit or shoulds or wounding, you know, however that's showing yeah. up in, you know, some form of wounding or perhaps it's, especially with the holidays, over-influence, you know, of the outside right, right. world, whether friends and family or commercials or whatever. Is there a, a roadmap or a way for people to connect more to that inner knowing, that authentic self? Well, it's a process. So, again, you know, what I'm going to say can't necessarily be accomplished overnight, but the first thing to do is to cultivate self-awareness. And, and self-awareness in, in, in the self-history model and the way that I teach it is about cultivating this inner witness and objectivity, the one inside of me that can actually say, mm. oh, look. I'm being triggered by my mom or, oh, look, I'm about to go eat four pieces of cake instead of one because I'm emotionally distraught or look, there I am mm. fighting with my, you know, my beloved again. So there's, it, it, it's a mm-hmm. deep sense of loving awareness that can be mm-hmm. self-aware. And then from there, we can orient ourselves, which is why I call each one of those itself, you know, the, the, wo- the wounded self or the controlling self or the judgmental self or the self that thinks she should be this or that. So then we can be in relationship with all of ourselves from a centered self. And what I mean by that is then we can just, isn't it beautiful? Then we can discern, well, maybe I do need to do some therapy on my relationship with my mom, but not so that I can be a quote unquote better person, but so that I can relax that part of myself, forgive that part of myself, forgive my mom, love the whole thing, and then live from this centered self. Um, So it's not that that those ego selves, go away or disappear they just relax in a way because this other self comes online this authentic self 
Yeah. And I love and that you say that. They don't go away. We have a different, they soften, they ease up. We have a different relationship with them. We take them into account because we yep. don't disown them anymore, right? We say, oh, this is a part of me. This is one way that yep. I express. So let me see what I, let me check in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't let them run the show, which is where our suffering yes. comes in. When they're making yeah. the decisions or doing the guidance, we kind of want to just grow an adult in, inside, you know, and that adult yeah. is that authentic self or the witness self in, in the way that I teach it, because it's truly objective, but in a loving way. And so, so yeah. we can't get it wrong. And there it's, but, but there, there's a sense of connection to source and the wholeness. And I love how you talk about it. That's very like connected to nature. It's natural. Our connection to source wants to thrive and wants to be generative. But, but what that means, nature is okay with destruction and death. It's not that there isn't hardship mm-hmm. or there isn't difficulties, but, but they're, they're, or the orientation is towards the wholeness. So we're willing to go through difficult times because we're centered in this place that loves all of it. Um, And that's the joy that I was talking about earlier. We can do it from a place of joy, but that doesn't mean we're always emotionally happy. Emotions are a different realm. And and that deep sense of joy is that connection to source and living from that place. And it's, it's, it's a process. And that's the one thing I really underscore with my students and clients and friends and colleagues is we just relapse into trusting the process and the long mm-hmm. game, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that. It's so beautiful. The, the, I can't even just feel it. It's a relaxing. There's that deep mm. self-love and self-acceptance. Um, yeah. And it's true. I would say like the captain of the inner psyche. You know, we just we, don't, we love the inner child, yeah. even the wound. We just don't want them running the show. And a lot of times that, that's what's happening. And then it, we, we throw over some adult paint and think and say, oh, it's my adults. I know what I need in one. And it's like, well, kind of not, it's, you know. Right. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, this is such, I feel really whatever level people are at, but especially beginning integral. I feel this work that you're doing is so foundational or integral that no matter where anybody's at on their path, they can jump into it. Um, However, I feel Mm -hmm. like those of you that are listening, that it's like you're really just starting out or you're having like, you've had some little awakenings and you're having a major awakening or you're going, this to me sounds so like, I just feel so calm talking to you, Sarah. It's It's because it's, it's putting it all together. It's synthesizing it. And I know for me, mm-hmm. having this kind of foundational work has helped me all the, so many years and still helps me. It's, you still roll yeah. back to those tools. You relax. It just, you know, and I love yeah. what you say about joy because we can be happy. We can be unhappy. There is no unjoy. Right. Joy is joy. Right. right? It's, right. you have that you always no matter what you're going morning, through. Right. You woke up agitated or whatever you said at the beginning of the show today. You were like, oh, I was just irritated this morning, you know. And it's like, but that's yeah. your joy. Your joy holds that irritation, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. But I still I, have really. the joy. As soon as I went outside yeah. and saw that I was in joy, I wouldn't say, oh, I was so yeah. happy or late, but I felt this peace and joy. Yeah. Um, one of the things I'd love for you to talk about is you do have online courses. Um, if you have any coming up that you'd like to share um, I think you have one yeah. know yourself and what other offerings that you have for people to get extra, you know, meet you, connect with you more and get extra support. So if you could share anything that you have upcoming. 
Yeah, thank you. Um, I am launching an online Zoom course on January 16th with a small group. It's limited to 20 people, and it's a seven-week course. And it's really there where you would get the foundational elements of what I'm teaching and practices and more personal support. I found over the years that really being able to have a relationship, an intimate relationship with my mm -hmm. students is, is really where the growth happens. So it really is more like a mentorship. The seven-week course course is a beautiful curriculum. Um, I taught it for the Shift Network, and people really loved it and were really transformed by it. And I just, I feel such a deep resonance with you and, and what you're bringing forward with such clarity and such confidence and such um, joy, mm -hmm. actually, that I would love to offer, you know, your listeners um, uh, an extra $100 off of that course if um, they put Awakenings um, into oh, the, you know, into the checkout. Yeah. And then also what I'd love to say to people is you can always have a free consult with me. So we talked earlier about making sure you do your due diligence before you study with someone. Like I want to encourage the listeners to just to contact me and let's have a conversation and let's talk about what you've done or where you're at and see if we're a good match. Um, I think it's really important to have that time. So feel free through my website to contact me personally to set up a free consult. And if you feel a resonance and want to dive into that course starting on January 16th, go ahead and put Awakenings in at the checkout and get an extra $100 off. Um, and what else? So, you know, my book is available through my website as well and through Amazon that tells my story, which is a great way to also do some due diligence, like where is she coming from? Um, and, mm -hmm. um, and then I have, I have a retreat in Mexico in March that's also on my yeah. website. That's okay. an eight-day retreat. Oh, my God, Michelle, it's so fabulous. It's, it's in a beautiful, um, yeah, it's in a beautiful place with organic meat food, organic meals right on the ocean. And that's also a limited, that's for women only, and it's a small group. And um, people return year after year to just dive in. And self-history ha also has a somatic, a body-based practice that we do with music and movement. Oh, and nice. Create creative expression. It's so fun. It's just fabulous. So those are my offerings right now. And, uh, and I'd love to play with anybody who's drawn. Oh, love it. Love it. And all this can be uh, found at selfistry.com, S-E-L-F-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Correct. China. And put awakenings. Put awakenings. Yeah, put awakenings. awakenings. Yeah, yeah, let's cross-pollinate yeah. our tribe. I love that. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes, I love <laughs> oh, my friend of mine has an organization called Cross-Pollinate. So that's another thing. Really? Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, Giselle Dreaming Bear. Yeah, she has a it's company Cross-Pollinate, and they do that, bring mainly women all together with different um, thoughts and aspects of healing, facilitation, empowerment, mm. different movements, whether eco, psychological, spiritual. Um, mm. Yeah, Giselle. Yeah, cross Beautiful. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I have lo yeah, this is, um, love this conversation. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I dream. People in the chat, great sharing today. Sarah has done her work. How generous, Sarah. Thank you for all you've shared. Yes, I just love this conversation. It's really ah, very enlightening, but I feel like so honest, so truthful. Like, you know, we all have so much to give. And, you know, right now, 
you know, you're giving your sharing and offering, and but you're, there's truth coming to it. Like, hey, I'll, I'm there for you, but there is a process, you know, and and it's a lifestyle. It's a loving lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Get on the loving lifestyle. Yeah. That's it. I love that's that. The loving lifestyle. Yay. I like that. I just channeled it with you. The loving. I just thought it's that's so what we're doing. I mean, we're developing we... a loving lifestyle. Exactly right. Oh, love it. Okay, you can coin Hi, that. Hi, Sarah. We'll come back anytime. I've so enjoyed our conversation, <laughs> and thanks for all you're doing, and it's just been wonderful to connect and share with you. Yeah, you too, Michelle. Really beautiful, and I appreciate all the work that you're doing and the, the resonance and the synchronicity and the alignment that I share with you. I, I do get invitations to um, podcasts, and I do not say yes to all of them. I really, I really like to make sure that the conversation is going to be really helpful and honest and integrous, and I feel that with you. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Mm. Yeah, and bless you are welcome. your work and, and your life. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, you always have an open invitation. Anything you want to share, um, come on or just send it also. You know, send a press release and we'll let people know. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I'd love to chat another time. Yeah. Hopefully we'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, honey. Lots of love. Thank you. Lots of love, Mike. Okay. Oh, what a wonderful awakening dialogue. I so love that conversation. Anyway, that was Sarah Marshank. Um, you can find out more information by going to selfistry.com, S-E-L-F-I-S-T-R-Y. And she does have a online uh, Zoom workshop coming up January 16th. And if you'd like to be a part of that, just put awakenings. Give a nice, nice, wonderful gift of some of the funds off. And then she also has something in March. Oh, Spirit Informer saying thank you, Sarah and Michelle. Have a great rest of your week. You too. Au revoir, everyone. Adios. Abiento. <laughs> oh, great to connect with all of you always. Um, wow. You always, just so much love, so much love and light and wisdom floating around in the chat, online, through the archives with all that listens. I so appreciate what we're all co-creating here. Um, As always, if you uh, want information on me, go to soulplayground.life, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. If you want, also, I forgot to mention, oh, it's at the end of the program. Hopefully some of you are still listening. Um, We're doing a new intro. So if you'd like to be a part of that new intro, just send us. Um, a recording of your voice. Don't, don't worry about how it sounds. Just about your process of awakening, or how you've, you know, what you've experienced through this podcast, or in your own personal life of awakening, or being on a path. Anything that you want to share about your spiritual path, soul path, your own connecting to your own inner authority, you know, your own authentic self. Um, we've got, had a couple people, so if you could do that, I want to get this done in by Jan- in January sometime. So. That would be um, great. Also, if you subscribe to the, my blog, soulplayground.life, there's a little gift for everyone um, and a deeper healing, shamanic healing uh, recording so um, that you'll be able to listen to. I'm listening to it right now, some of my friends. So pretty amazing, I should say. Uh, really helps with um, clearing those deeper emotions and getting clear on your path and drawing in more of what it is that you want to experience and express. 
All right, lovies, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritbedliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritbedliving.com. Keep awake.